everybody. Welcome to the podcast that I like to call and you like to call Anxious and Thriving. I am your host, Willis, and if you're new here, welcome. If you hear a lot of lip smacking, it's because I have just been consuming some lovely almonds. And um, I'm in a sports bra because I, oh, right, the camera's here and I keep looking here. Also, I'm, I'm positioned off to the side because there's um, two baskets of clean laundry that I have yet to put away. So, oh, don't look at it. You can't see it. Um, oh, I went uh, bouldering today because that is my new hobby. And hello, I don't even have my notes. Bro. 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 I don't even have my notes, bro. Come on, bro. What am I doing? Today's Tuesday. I love when I say that it's Tuesday because I know that I'll be uh, editing also today. So that's fun. I really like to um, overwork myself. Hold on a second. Okay, so um, for those of you that are new, if you're new, this podcast is where we talk about things that give us anxiety, but also normalizing them and um, remembering and reminding ourselves that we can live a great life and get through the hardships even with anxiety and depression and mental health issues um because we are thriving there we go throw in the podcast keywords there so i apologize for my schedule kind of being off um i was gonna say an excuse and really i don't have one so there you go i've just been enjoying life i guess but uh, I also do like doing the podcast, so obviously I'm going to continue, and I think I will now be back on track. So that is exciting. So this episode today is about dating, sex, and social anxiety. Three things that I love and hate, except the second one I just love, if it's good. But it's also good just by myself, if you know what I mean. Thank you. We support that. We're here for it. Um... <laughs> So, but the mix of like, so we're not talking about sex by ourselves. We're not talking about masturbation today, but we will talk about it in a future episode Um, because I'm 25 and that's something that's new for me. And um, it's completely normal to start it late, to um, not want to do it, to uh, do it early, whatever. But we're not talking about that today. We are talking about when it involves someone else either sex or a uh, intimate relationship, uh, casual relationship or a serious relationship, um, just dating in general and then social anxiety. I think with the pandemic, now that things are opening back up, people are seeing each other again. I, I've had Hinge for maybe a couple years now, three years now. I don't, time is like, what? I don't know what year it is. I don't know what date is. I don't know what's happening. Um, but I've had Hinge for a while and I'm on and off of it. But like during the pandemic, it was like, how do you even meet people? Because first of all, like you have to be socially distanced. Even if you're like going to eat at a restaurant or go for a walk, like people are going to have their masks on. You don't really know much about this person. So you don't know how safe they're being and you can't even see their face because of the mask. So it's like, 
I didn't partake in dating during the pandemic. If you did, I'm not like calling you out for that and saying that's wrong. I just found it um, difficult and I guess unnecessary during the pandemic. Um, and before the pandemic, so backtracking on my dating experience, I never dated anyone in high school. I had uh, crushes, but um, I guess they didn't pull through for me, so I didn't date anybody. And then in college, I met my ex-boyfriend um, second semester freshman year, and we were together basically um, up until my senior year, um, and then we stopped talking, and then we got back together for a little bit, but uh, so that was a complicated relationship, but that's the only person I've ever, like, been in a relationship with, but also we went to the same school, and we were in, living in the same building, so it's like, it's not really dating in the sense of how dating is now on dating apps and how you meet up with people um but then when we broke up um I did go on a couple dates with different people probably only two different people um and it was the so the first one um I had liked this person in the past so it was kind of cool to see that maybe like we could hang out um and I also just wanted to know what it was like to date someone who wasn't my ex because I had only ever been with them and I was with them for like three years. So I didn't know what it was like to date somebody else. So I was finally at a point kind of where like I was ready for that. Uh, so I went on a few dates with this person and then it just didn't work out because of um, location and just like other things school got in the way like I was happy being independent so it just didn't happen um and then I went through my whole like depression and anxiety big anxiety year in 2019 though the fall of 29 so the, okay the fall of 2018 into like March of 2019 was when I was really depressed and anxious um, and then I started to, like, love myself, um, even though loving yourself is, like, a continuous, uh, progress, um, thing, and, but I was feeling more confident in myself, like, I was independent now, and I was learning about myself, and so I went on Hinge, and I met, uh, someone on Hinge, and I didn't really know what was gonna happen, I think because I'd, I'd only been in, um, wait, I was gonna say I've only been in, in serious relationships. Well, I had, like, a hookup thing, um, in my senior year of college. That was also, I wanted to know what it was like sexually with somebody else who wasn't my ex because I'd only been with them, um, so, but I also didn't put any expectations on that guy, um, we also met at a bar slash club, so, like, it started off casual from, from the beginning, um, and it stayed casual, and I liked him as a person, um, just for me, I didn't, I didn't want a further relationship, but I, I had fun hanging out with him, and then, um, it ended because we wanted different things, but then we stayed friends, but I learned more about myself, like, and what I was interested in sexually, and what worked for me and what didn't, and I learned that, um, 
like there are people out there who don't pressure you into doing things and who don't get mad at you for not always wanting to have sex or be intimate like like my ex would there's there's people that understand mental health and just that understand that like they are not the center of the universe and that there's another person involved when there is an intimate relationship like bare minimum right yeah 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 um but then okay coming back to uh after my depression time in 2019 so like march or april i was doing good i met someone on hinge um i didn't have any expectations with this guy though i think because i'd only had that one serious relationship i was like wanting that maybe or just like wanting a connection with somebody again um whatever that meant i guess and um we met up at a cafe and i went into it thinking like okay i'm just meeting up with a friend obviously i knew that i wanted it to be more than that um and i wasn't going in the, going in with the intention of making a friend and that's it but it helped my social anxiety and my anxiety in general of like calming me down and to like bring me back to myself and to just be more myself at the date thinking that okay I'm just like I'm just going out to meet with a friend I've known this person for a while and it's going to be really fun so it's certain things that I tell myself uh to make myself feel better um I think it depends on maybe how many dates you've had but also no like one there's always going to be anxiety so it's just depend it's just figuring out what works for you and what doesn't on like bringing that down or just feeling it in the moment and then moving past it um like I guess with like dating it, it gives you experience on what to uh quote expect or like what it's like at least but if you're like confident for the most part within yourself um you know what you want and you're okay with coming outside your comfort zone and meeting up with a stranger like there's so many different factors into what makes someone be quote ready for dating or to be comfortable with dating um but so me and this guy were hanging out and from the first date it it became a casual relationship um which like I'd had before but um and I'm like trying to go back to the mindset of how I was thinking about all this I think like I was fine with it um I, I, I was fine with it being casual and it lasted probably from like March or April up until August um, because he lives in Canada and I live in the U.S. so he left. Um, he was going to school here and then he left back to Canada at the end of the semester slash summer um, and I was sad that he left um, because I had such an attachment to my um, first boyfriend I think I was still learning about my relationship style, how I act in relationships, the attachment that I get to other people, um, growing up always wanting to help others and being an empath, like I, I give my all to the other person and that kind of makes me attached to them and the idea of somebody always being there and then I kind of get lost and I forget that I am also involved in the relationship, whatever type it is. And that it's important to remember that balance. Um, so I was a little sad that he left. Um, because like I was getting to know him more. Um, 
though it was stated that um we both only saw each other in like a casual way um but it just didn't work out in the end um and I was okay with that and um then after that like so I was okay in myself right and then I feel like and I'll talk about this more when I bring on um my friend Maggie she's gonna be in the second part of this episode um which is why I'm gonna make this one section of myself just speaking kind of short or at least I'm gonna try to um but uh so I feel like when you go through lessons you learn some shit um, whatever you're you're supposed to learn in this moment of your life, you go through it, you learn lessons, you grow, and you are happy within yourself, then that's when things start to come into your life. So, I reconnected with someone um, a month or so later after that, uh, that guy left from Hinge, um, and I was like, okay, this is someone who is like, one of my really, really good friends, and now it's developing into something more, and we're, we're realizing that we both have feelings for each other, and that we have in the past, and so I took it as, like, okay, this is something so different from my past relationship, slash relationships, um, but specifically my, my serious relationship, like, that was with someone that I met up at school that I, that I didn't really know before, and I just, like, charged into the relationship, and I ignored all the red flags, but with this one, I was like, I know this person, they know me, they respect me, they actually, like, fully understand me, and they, they see me for who I am, and they like me for who I am, and same with me for them, so I was like, this could be something, like, really, really amazing, like, it, it really has that potential, um, and but again like I think I got kind of sucked in and I like always wanted them to be okay I wanted to make sure that they understood that like I was going to be there for them that like whatever they're going through like I understand and like I'm here and it's okay whatever direction you want to go because they were kind of like unsure of what they wanted um maybe at least that's how it came across to me um so I would say that, like, I'm understanding, like, if you don't want this right now, if, or if you do, and, like, I think truly, like, I was okay with that in the beginning, um, and because they were a friend, like, I'm always gonna understand what you want to do and what direction you want to go in that benefits, um, your mental health and yourself and your values and whatever, um, but then it, it was, it was a really uh, tough time for like a year-ish, maybe more, um, of this back and forth, not knowing where they stood with me, um, and so it became this time of a lot of anxiety for me, and I kind of got lost in that attachment again, because I, th- I was thinking like this could be something actually good for me, instead of or in, in comparison to my first relationship, I was like, this could be something that's actually good for me, um, and then it wasn't, and who knows what the relationship would have been like, I have no idea, because we didn't do that, um, there wasn't a commitment to anything, it was, 
the times we hung out were short, but then again, like, the feelings were still there, and I don't know. It's complicated, and it had, it brought me a lot of anxiety. Um, I have no animosity towards any of the people that, um, have either, like, hurt me or, like, our relationships haven't been perfect or things got messed up or they did some things I didn't like. Like, I don't have any animosity towards anybody anymore, um, because you go through periods of, like, being really kind of, um, upset, sad, maybe angry, and then after a little bit, you're, like, at peace within yourself for the most part. Um, like, there are times even today where, like, I think about that time, um, and I wonder, like, what if, kind of, but at the same time, I'm very confident in myself. I know what is good for me and what's not now, um, what I can handle and what I can't, and, um, yeah, and that communication is really, really important, uh, for what you want and, uh, what you're ready for and what you're not. Um, but that was a really long, uh, thing that happened. It was a long period of time. Um, and then, um, they ended up moving and I moved uh, to Boston and I've taken this time to, like, be with myself and my friends and to just, like, grow even more and like not even thinking about another person like just thinking about what I want what I enjoy being very much like at peace within myself and taking this time to be like okay this like this year is gonna be really big for me and I truly believe that and like I I took the time to figure out what I wanted and I, uh, quote, quit my job, I turned it into part-time, and now I'm remote, and now I can do the podcast, I can do YouTube, like, I'm doing things for myself, instead of, like, thinking what would be good for another person, um, and so it's got me to this mindset where, like, I think I would be ready to date someone else, and to know my worth in a new relationship, and to understand that I, I value my independence and I value the time that I get to spend alone with myself I think that's really important and I think this past year has taught me to learn independence just like on my own but also independence within a relationship um so I'm finally at a point where I recognize that a year or so ago when I was at a good place mentally and I'd learned a lot of lessons that was when I was receiving things so now that I'm consciously aware that that happens I'm like okay I'm in a really good spot right now so something might come along um and I'm going to talk about it more um you'll hear my my new uh dating story uh when Maggie comes on which is uh any moment now um but there is a new dating story for me this new guy that I'm talking to um but I will talk about that more with Maggie um but yeah it's dating is hard being vulnerable is hard being vulnerable in a in, in an intimate moment or like when you're having sex with somebody if it's just a casual relationship um versus or a one-night stand even versus like actually getting to know somebody I've heard a lot of friends talk about their anxiety with like for some reason, they are fine, like, having a one-night stand, but then, like, building a relationship with, with someone ha causes them a lot of anxiety. Um, I'm not a therapist. I don't know these people's specific mindsets, what's going through in their life, but, like, 
maybe that's where you have to sit back and and think about yourself and like why can't I commit to somebody and it's okay that I can't right now and maybe I need to like focus on myself and what I need and how I should grow and the steps that I need to take to get there if that's what I'm looking for if that's what I want to work for right now sometimes mental health is like so present and strong that we can't work on the things that we want to grow on and that's something I learned this past year going through that thing uh, that caused me a lot of anxiety I realized like I can't I can't make a person be ready for a relationship with me like I might be ready but they they might not be and that has nothing to do with me um and like maybe they like want to fix or I say fix maybe they want to grow um but they can't right now and that's completely understandable um I think acknowledging that you that you there are things that you want to work on is good and then that's like the first step into just growing but like make sure that you're doing it for yourself and not like not for other people um or to to catch up because if uh, there are friends that have like been together since like college um and they're still together and there's that pressure of like okay they've been together for so long I don't have anybody I need to start dating but it's like time time is a man-made construct and you can date whenever you want you can get married or not whenever you want have kids whenever you want well maybe not for women if you're gonna go through an actual pregnancy and all that shit you have to have a certain age because your eggs die and whatever the fuck (sighs) but i'm bringing maggie on today to talk about a different perspective with uh dating sex casual relationships serious relationships um because she identifies as a lesbian and i'm unfortunately straight and so i wanted to get a different perspective on dating and all this stuff um because i know you guys like to listen to me and i'm very thankful for that but i wanted to just get another perspective um just for myself and for you guys my listeners if anyone can relate to maggie or if anyone wants to learn about a different perspective so i'm going to bring her on now and um yeah hope you guys enjoy okay everybody now i am joined by my really good friend maggie hi maggie hey hey i'm maggie Maggie, (laughs) i met through our friend olive because you guys went to school together we did 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 you guys did you guys meet like freshman year like really early on or yeah, we were actually in the same orientation group. It was actually a really good time because I tried so hard to be Olivia's friend and she rejected me no! like 10 times. No, seriously, like 10 times before finally she was like, okay, I guess I'll let this girl try to be my friend. Olive! Yeah, we're going to have to get into that story another time because yeah. it was so funny. Like effort was put in but very happy with the outcome (laughs) yeah um for the listeners me and maggie um live pretty close to each other so we've been hanging out but i did visit hobart william smith a couple times and i remember seeing you there so that was fun because that's like that's like an hour north of ithaca or something so something like that yeah Yeah. i don't know upstate but so I wanted to bring Maggie on because I unfortunately date men and she doesn't. So I wanted to get. Can I have a, a debate? Yeah. As to what's worse. Um. So how do you identify? Like, do you call yourself gay, oh, okay. queer? Um, I identify as a lesbian, hardcore. Okay. Yeah. Gold star. Yeah. You know it. There's so many terms to associate with. 
I know. I certain people have their go-tos. Certain people don't care. So, but yeah. I just wanted boxes are hard sometimes. In. Yeah, labels aren't fun sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they are. Um, but after sharing my story to the listeners about my unfortunate social anxiety and dating in general, plus dating post-pandemic. Have you dated since like things have started to reopen again? Um, yeah, I mean, nothing serious since post-pandemic. I was dating for a hot sec during the pandemic, but that mm-hmm. was its own unique challenge, being mm. safe and also just like not seeing each other for a while, which creates its own stresses. Um, but post-pandemic, yeah, I mean, I've been quote unquote in the scene for a little bit um but it's been I can't tell if it's different just because it's coming out of a pandemic or just different Mm -hmm. because I'm such a different person now and I'm sure you're experiencing something similar totally because I feel like my the last time I was in a really serious long relationship I mean geez I was like 19 through like 22 when that happened I'm just like totally different yeah it's crazy that's the same timeline as me yeah. So, okay. So, you know, the struggle and it's just like, yeah. I don't know if this is just because I'm a new human being or just because the pandemic kind of like messed with your brain mm. and now you react to situations differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say it's any more of a struggle now than it was before. I mean, mm. if anything, I feel like I know myself better now after having to be isolated, I guess, for so long. Yeah. Um, so true. So that's, I guess, a positive that I'm taking out of it. Um, And also the one experience that I did have with dating during the pandemic, I dated a girl for about a month. And it was one of those situations where it was, you're in it fast, you're out of it fast. But when you're in it, it's like really intense. Mm. Um, Just like communicating every day. And then when you start to lose that person, it's like, you kind of feel like you're insane. Cause it's like, oh my gosh, I just went like balls to the wall for this. And now it's just like, go, it's just leaving me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a piece of you was going with it. Oh, 100%. So coming out of that coincided with when the pandemic stuff was starting to loosen up a bit. Mm. Um, and I kind of, I, I felt like I lost my way during that, um, drinking a lot more, um, trying to hook up with friends and stuff which was just like not okay crossing boundaries that Mm. I never really thought that I was capable of doing um Mm. but all of a sudden I was um but then after I had a sit down with my family and some of my friends about it it was like yo you might want to rethink the way you're acting and I was like shit you're right and um after that it just felt liberating because I had been using a lot of these dating apps that were causing a lot of anxiety and then Mm. when I realized I just wasn't equipped to handle I don't know I guess all of the wood wood knots that are involved with it I felt I don't know a lot less pressure I felt able to be more lenient with how I spoke to people without the intention of I'm speaking to you because I met you on a dating app mm-hmm. this like it's either we're dating or we're not you know yeah so taking that away has helped me and I think I've made some more meaningful connections now if that makes any sense yeah um 
I don't know. I don't know if that avoided the question at all. No, it, I don't even remember what I asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just kind of like went no, off no. Thank you. Um, I've heard so many things about like people wanting to meet other people romantically, like in a natural setting, like not on a dating app, which mm-hmm. like I totally understand because it's like, like you said, you you go on the app for a purpose like you know that you're trying to talk to someone to to date them so there's that pressure I've been like on and off of hinge for the past like two years like sometimes I get bored of it or all like only weird people are liking me and the people that I like back aren't like people that are like third question mark which no shame in that but (laughs) no yeah I um yeah I mean same as you like I I joined with the intention that I wanted to find someone that I wanted to date um, that I was compatible with um, and you know people are on there for various reasons some people just want something super casual some people do want yeah. you just to join their current relationship or whatever weird terms people use for certain stuff be a unicorn or whatever is one that I saw a lot um, oh I just learned that term this year I learned it during that and I forget what exactly it means what is it like you're, you're asking me to <laughs> Uh, straight person um well, I, so I saw yeah. I saw a pod um where it was like two people are in an open relationship and they like want a third is is the third just called the unicorn like I I think I don't I'm know Googling why it. though I'm Googling okay yeah yeah unicorn <laughs> I love this <laughs> uh I'm sweating. Is a unicorn is a single person who is open to threesomes. Oh, threesomes. So you would be the unicorn if you are not in the relationship. I okay. Think. But well, I guess they don't have to be in a relationship. The people you're with. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like yeah. this isn't a good definition. But you've run into that with yourself? Oh, oh yeah. Well, it's not like I've like like talked to people who have that on our profile how do I get back to this application oh I found it <laughs> um but it's more so like you when you're on tinder you see like the unicorn emoji or someone will be like like in their bio you know like things that they do and don't want some people will be like not your unicorn or something mm. like that I'm like yeah bitch tell them I'm have you that. have you noticed on so tinder's the app that you used Oh, I used all three of them, all three of the biggies. So I used, I, after I stopped talking to the girl that I dated for three years, I downloaded Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge all at the same time. Damn. <laughs> I was like, we're no going. Shame. Yeah, we're, we're doing going this. full in. <laughs> I had to give um, myself the best chance. Yeah. Um, did you find that a majority of people wanted a certain kind of relationship? Like people wanted more casual or more serious? Um, I don't know. I mean, I shied away from anyone that like explicitly on their profile said just wanted to hook up because I just, at the time, at least that's not something I really thought that I was capable of like Mm -hmm. being a little bit emotionally detached from a person that's changed since then. Um, but no, I mean, when I, what I found most, and maybe this is different from the gay world to the straight world. Um, but a lot of people just had absolutely no fucking clue what they wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people go in there with the intention of, I want to be on here to find someone I want to date. But then you get in there and you start talking. It's like, this is not, this person doesn't want mm-hmm. to date. Or maybe it's just they didn't want to date 
me me (laughs) fine like that's Mm. gonna happen a lot um but yeah it, it was like you would talk to a lot of people or maybe you would go on a date and you would realize oh no they actually just are here to hook up and maybe that's mm. just their normal introduction <laughs> before dating for them maybe that's how they roll i mean people operate in so many different ways and i think that that was probably the best part of being on dating apps was learning all of the different ways in which people mm. treat other people yeah and treat certain situations because I don't know. I, I felt like I was pretty close-minded when I first entered that realm. Um, and I came out of it being like, oh, actually, like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Because um, that's what other people do. Oh, and yeah. I've been so, like, one-track mind, like, I want to find a person and date them until they don't want to date me anymore. Mm. And that was just kind of like a sick mentality, I feel like. Mm. So, um now that I'm not dealing with that kind of I don't know I I call it an annoyance but I know it's not really um I feel like I've been more successful with women I guess that sounds so bad but just I've been able to talk easier with them I've been more honest with myself with what I want Mm. um I'm talking to someone right now that I really like and it feels good um so that's been it's been fun and I've had fun in other ways too like I mean you meet people when you go out and you just have a good time and I'm not opposed to that stuff either but I mean Mm. ultimately at the end of the day like I do want to find a person to settle down with but Mm -hmm. I don't know if my situation right now would enable me to do that I'm still living at home and stuff like that but that's a different Mm. story I know I might be moving home at the end of August and I'm like (laughs) there's pros and cons cons are you feel like you don't have any independence and Mm -hmm. it's hard to bring people home obviously um and the people that you like see and stuff a lot of them live on their own but it's like I don't want to be relying just Mm. on your apartment like I want things to be kind of equal but Mm -hmm. I guess you got to do what you got to do yeah save some money which is what I'm probably gonna do well that's that's the other really nice thing is like the money like I'm gonna have my loans done in like a year and I'll be like oh my god so much more financial freedom (laughs) oh you're gonna be done in a year yeah, it's like a year and a half. I think I'm supposed to be done. Sweet, dude. I know. I know. I'm like really pumped because oh I'm like God. that. That will be my rent or whatever. You mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, yeah, my mine's my student loans are picking back up in September. I haven't paid them since March, so that's yeah, why it's they like pause everything because yeah, of the pandemic. Yeah, but now there's gonna be it's gonna be brought back, and so I don't know if I can afford apartment. <laughs> Preparing yeah hey no gotta do what you gotta do there's no shame in being home it's just you gotta know what comes with it <laughs> yeah so question i've heard like a stereotype with mm-hmm. um girls dating girls that like it moves very very fast and i know you said that with your other relationship is that a thing yeah yeah, yeah there's that term like you haul like you haul i have heard that <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> You go on a date and then like the next day, it's like you're packing up your shit and going. And like these bitches will like fly cross country to go like see each other. I mean, the girl that I was dating lived like six hours away from, she lived back out in Geneva where school was. Mm. And we would like on the weekends, like go visit each other. Like, that's crazy. Did that feel like a lot? Yeah. Or did it feel natural in the moment? Well, the thing is, is it doesn't feel like too much because you get in this mindset where it's like, I'll do anything 
to yeah. maintain this relationship. And so it's like, I'll spend the money, I'll spend the mileage, like I'll go, like mm-hmm. time, I'm gonna do it. But then you kind of realize later on how taxing that is because mm. it's like, you can't keep up with that. And just mm-hmm. seeing each other on the weekends, especially when you don't already have an established relationship, it's just like, no, it's not. And some people make it work. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how people meet online and like do this thing like cross, like literally there are people that do it like cross country. I don't understand that stuff. Mm. But the stereotype definitely feels true because I don't know, every relationship that I was in in college, it was like, and that's different because you live with people and you can just pop into each other's freaking dorms or whatever house you're living mm-hmm. in. And it's super easy because you probably live no more than a couple blocks away from each other. Mm, true. Um, but it's like, you meet them, you find out if they like you. And then all of a sudden you're spending all of your time together. And mm. maybe you don't necessarily label yourself right away, but you're, you're doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Like you are dating, just maybe not saying you're dating, like it's happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's what I did. And when, like, when I was dating the girl from school, most recently, we met on the app, talked for maybe a month before, not even a month before she came down and visited. And the night she came and visited, she asked if I would be her girlfriend. And I said, yes. So it was like a really quick thing. And then a month later, we weren't dating anymore. And then a couple of weeks later, I got myself blocked because I kept being annoying. So that happens. Well, you're very empathetic. I was thinking about that while you're telling the story. Like you're, it's very rare for like a person slash a friend to be like so empathetic. Like I see it with me and with our friends so like I've been there too and about like wanting to be all in for the other person and that just eventually you realize like that's not helping yourself yeah I mean you just can't keep up and then you start to lose yourself in the process and maybe that's just because it's like part of the process is as you're finding the person who is the right person for you Mm. it's like you kind of have to go through that and I don't know, I've had a lot of conversations with my family about I've struggled with doing that all in business and then being like, hmm. why did I do that? Have so many regrets afterwards, but uh, then being like, no, you're just passionate and you're, you're giving them what you should give a person in a serious relationship and mm-hmm. that you want to get back. And you kind of have to go through that trial and error figuring mm. out who is going to give that back. But it, oh yeah, it's hard because as you keep doing it, and it keeps failing mm. and it's really hard to pull yourself out of it, at least for me, at least then. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just feel like you start to break inside and that sounds really yeah. dramatic, but no. like, I don't know, you have your own internal dialogues and I've had a bunch over the past couple months where I've been like, sometimes I just feel broken because you've mm. given so much and for what? Yep. But then you have to remind yourself is like, you like, you're not going to be single forever. It's not going to happen. I, well, I mean, I guess it does happen if that's what you want. But like, if you don't want to, it's you're not going to be single forever. Yeah, You're going to find a person that you're compatible with and loves you the way that you love them. But it's like, what is it going to take to get there? Mm-hmm. And who the heck am I going to be when I do get there? Mm. Because there are some times where I'm so happy with where I am. And then there are some times when I'm like, who is this person now? Mm. Like I would have never done this a couple of years ago. And it's like, oh man, the good and the bad, the pros and the cons that you just keep going back and forth with. It's like, yeah. okay. Eventually you think way too much about yourself and analyzing everything. You need to be like, wait, stop. 
<laughs> yeah, hold up. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I, it's important just to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I get wrapped up in my head a lot. Like the most, my most recent thing right now was like, like, um, because I used to, to like give everything. And I think that if I were in a relationship, like I still would. Mm-hmm. But it's like right now I'm at a point where I'm meeting girls and stuff. And aside from this one person that I do actually really like, but like I've met other girls like along the way. And it's just like, I don't care what happens. Hmm. Like I'll go, I'll have fun. If I don't like want anything more, like I don't give a flying fuck, like go your own way. And I never used to be like that. Like I used to take, take things a lot more personally. Um, hmm. Do you go into and- it with that? with that mindset of like if they don't like no, me, I just I don't go into it like thinking about it I go into it thinking like yeah no expectations yeah kind of thing. like I'm gonna I'm gonna meet people I'm gonna have fun I don't know what's gonna happen with it maybe this is someone that I'll end up talking to maybe it's not someone that I'll end up talking to I don't know and I don't care <laughs> but then what I've noticed more recently is as I'm starting to get closer to other people I'm starting I don't know I, I feel a little bit of that anxiety creep back in because mm. it's like oh wait I'm actually thinking that I'm getting like feelings again so it's like a weird balance where it's like there's this part of me where I'm just like I really don't fucking care which I didn't know I was capable of and there's this other part of me where it's like oh I feel that habit coming back in and I need to fucking stop mm. but then at the same time I'm like but you shouldn't be afraid of these things mm-hmm. so do you see like the little mental battles that go on mm-hmm. where it's like what's gonna win out yeah and I don't know what should <laughs> I know <laughs> I and know. my friend and I were literally just talking about uh because same with you like we've always been the, the person that gives 100 percent to a relationship and not mm-hmm. necessarily gotten it back that like so my friend is now in a happy relationship they've been together since like freshman year of college um yeah I'm like okay not me um (laughs) but um and maybe it wasn't even this friend I'm like I time is so confusing and I don't know I don't remember who I talked to but some friend was talking to me about how um when they met this person they were like so oh it was a different person I'm sorry the clocks are going in my head it was a different person they've only been together for like a year or two now but still um long time ish but she was she was talking to me about how like her ex was toxic and like she was always the one to give everything for him and then this new guy came along and he was like actually good and like seemed to take interest in her and seemed to care about her and she was like okay but something has to be wrong oh no yeah but that's the thing you start to question all that stuff because it's like how how good can good really be Mm. when you've been hurt and I know I mean everyone gets hurt in ways like I mean that's just a part of life and your ability to grow up you know and like figure out what's right for you but it's like holy crap when you know that hurt it's like you want to stave it off but at the same time it makes you just like okay like Mm -hmm. let the good things happen yeah but there's always that part of you that won't (laughs) like trust it but I feel like from everything you're saying and just from like being with you in person, I feel like you are at a mindset where you are ready to like receive the good things in life. I hope like, so. 
I, yeah, I think you're right. And I think that you're probably in the same boat because I know that you, you've dated before and, and you know the pains. And I think that it's only once you feel those pains that you can know what, what you want for real, Mm -hmm. um, which enable you to have a successful relationship. I think later, as much as it sucks, I think that you kind of need to go through those processes. Oh, a hundred percent. And just like having that time alone with yourself to realize who you are, what you want out of life without thinking of someone else, like, Oh, this person's moving to this place that means like I'm gonna have to think about what job do I want over there and maybe I can't travel now because they live here it's like you don't have that other person to consider so you're you're thinking about yourself um but also that saying of like you need to love yourself before you can love someone else I don't think that's true though because like you're right because you can love other people while you're not really there yet with yourself yeah like you're your whole life is like a growing process and like I think you and I are both at a really good spot right now um to be single or to be in a relationship but like each step further is going to be another um growing opportunity like yeah no I get you especially because like I don't know when you see a lot of different things and you're like shaping it all you start to get a clearer picture. And I think that we're finally mm. starting to get that clear picture. The only thing yeah. that makes me apprehensive is I know that part of that loving yourself and understanding yourself mm. is feeling settled in where you are. Cause yes. like you were saying, you're so worried about where's that other person gonna be? Mm-hmm. But I feel like part of the reason why we're asking that, that question or those questions is because we don't necessarily want to think about where the heck am I Oof. gonna be? So you're yeah. kind of putting, the emphasis on the other person mm-hmm. so it's like your own avoidance I don't mm-hmm. want to like analyze it too too much but no, 100%. I, I think that's like like for me personally like I I don't know where my career is going to be in a couple of years like I've been working at the same place for a while now I'm enjoying my job but I don't know if it's what I'm passionate about like I'm mm. just not sure mm-hmm. I'm still living at home I don't necessarily know where I'm going to be after I move out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know I love this area, but there's also a part of me that's like, but what if I am a West Coast bitch? Like, what if Same. I'm a Beach Valley girl? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. Who knows? And yeah. maybe if if I stay with this company, I'll stay local. But maybe if I do a job search elsewhere, maybe I want to go back to school. <laughs> like, yeah, who knows? I'm not entirely sure. Like, I want to take classes for something, mm-hmm. but I'm just not. I don't know. So I feel like that also is, uh, what's it, like a mental block with mm. getting into another relationship? Because it's like, I'm not sure about me, so how can I be sure about you? Mm. Yeah. So I like didn't respond to my Hinge notifications for a few months slash a year. I was like back and forth with Hinge, like I said. Because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to California. I don't know if I'm enjoying like my time being independent and like if I can take on somebody else. So all this stuff. But I did. I am talking to someone right now. Oh, juicy. And it's Tell me more. It's good so far. I mean, like yeah. same same mindset as you. Like I'm going into it with zero expectations, like just wanting to like 
meet someone, have fun, get to know someone else, see if we like share any interests, which it seems like we do. Um, but something oh, wait, you were telling me about this guy. I'm so sorry. I did. You no. Oh, on Snapchat. Person... Oh, on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the group yeah, chat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Um, but keep going though. Sorry. That's okay. I literally just made a realization though um, this morning or last night. So weirdly enough like the people that I either date or have interest in they always do something very similar to me like photography or tech stuff videos like for some reason it's always like the same kind of people and this guy has a completely different um like job and major and it's stuff with like outdoorsy and hiking and um rock climbing and it's stuff that I'm interested in but it's not something that I like fully put my energy in I only like just started uh bouldering the other day um which is climbing without ropes which is really fun I like it yeah Um, it looks like a good time yeah but he was talking about um this like aspiration that he has about um climbing up some mountain in the Yosemite um, and then if you've ever seen people that like climb these like really high tall mountains they have to like sleep on the side of the mountain oh god yeah I've seen pictures of stuff like that yeah. it looks crazy I know but like with my past relationships I've always felt like I can connect with them and like help them on a on a certain level because I know a lot about what they do so I feel like mm-hmm. I can fully be a hundred percent there for them but with something like this and something like this goal that he has that he wants to go off and do this one day like I probably won't go with him so it's like having two separate interests like I have my interests that I understand that he doesn't have to have the same interests as me like if I have one thing that I like to do that he doesn't it makes me feel good that I have like my own time to do something that I like and same thing with him but I like made this realization that oh he's gonna go on this trip and then like I'm gonna have no involvement in it whatsoever and it kind of freaked me out like oh I can't help him with this trip and then I'm like oh it kind of like builds a little bit like a different kind of respect for one another though a hundred percent yeah because he has his world you have your world and it kind of broadens your own horizons in a way too I mean there's this bit of I don't know, excite, excitement with more discovery because it's a world that you don't know that you're going to discover a bit more yeah. as he tells you more and you get to experience parts of it because you're going to be with him for some of it, at least, you know, and maybe not that big trip, but as he shares parts of it with you, right. it's kind of like you're involved in a different way and then you're going to get to do the same thing with him. And then maybe down the road, you do actually get yeah. to help each other in ways. Yeah, who um, knows? That's kind of cool, though. I didn't really think about that. That's exciting. I definitely had to learn how to, uh, I think my my big learning thing, goal, whatever, uh, challenge this past year slash two years has been like learning how to be independent, like as a single person, but also with somebody else. Because I like went through this kind of weird thing a year slash two years ago with this guy. Um where I was like all about them but they weren't really giving me the same kind of feel back um Mm -hmm. like we both liked each other I think but like he wasn't putting the same effort in that I was and so it it took me a while to like get over that and to be okay again and then to realize like oh right 
I'm my own person and I have my own life. And it's, right. it's important to have that balance. Literally got to know your worth too. Yeah. Like if it doesn't match up, it's like, mm, it's one of the hardest things to do is to pull yourself out of something that you've given so much to, but mm-hmm. you just got to learn when to know that you just yeah. gotta, nope, I'm going to take a step back here. Mm-hmm. Um, not easy, but Hey, at least you got there. Yeah. Where you were like, that ain't it. Yeah. And like I said, it seems like you're in a, you're in a good spot right now too. And maybe talking to some people, maybe making some connections and. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I'm having a really good time where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I just get scared that I'm going to mess it up somehow. Oh, that you're going to mess it up. Well, I don't know. I don't like, I don't necessarily trust my emotions right now. Hmm. So that's another thing, but Cause like, I'm really happy with what I've learned and discovered about myself and the kinds of situations that I don't want. And what I, and like, we were just talking about like knowing my own worth. Yeah. Um, but part of that stretch where I was like being really bad <laughs> was because mm. I was lying about me being okay when I wasn't mm. okay. Cause I was still essentially a wreck from things not going the way I wanted them to before. Um, yep. And I just, there's a part of me that worries that maybe I skipped a step still, Hmm. but I don't, I don't think I have. I don't think so either. You're in the exact Uh, spot you're supposed to be if you believe in that stuff. Yeah, no, I got you. So crossing my fingers that it's, it keeps trending in the direction that it is because I don't know, it's a good time. I feel like you feel similarly because you've met someone that you really enjoy. Um, and I know it's early stages, but I don't keep on keeping on. And I'm, I'm hoping to do the same thing. Yeah. But I yeah. have the same. Look at too. us. Look at us. Freaking growing up. <laughs> Learning crazy. shit. Uh, we got to hang out more, bro. I know, dude. And I'm not moving to California so we can hang out again this year. Even if you did, I would go chase you. Oh, yeah. 100%. So. No, I'm actually not kidding like I would. Good. <laughs> well, I am sweating. Um, I'm gonna say that my lights under my desk is what make is what making hello, grammar. Is what making is what is making <laughs> my face red. <laughs> and oh, is I'm it? sweating. Oh, it is a little bit. I'm just making you nervous. You make me really nervous, Maggie. <laughs> I have that effect on people. <laughs> um, but thank I'm you. Happy. Thank you for being on the pod. Really hey, appreciate it. Thanks for it. having me. Hopefully, Love. I got some good sound bites out there. You know. Oh, 100. Yeah, that would yeah. be fun if I had some audio guy that could just like play sound bites from each episode and somehow make it funny. But it's just me. So. <laughs> hey, you got that talent, bro. Thanks. Divvy it up. Yeah. Go hard or go home. 100. But yeah, no, this has been my fun. I like talking with you. But you already didn't do that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Maggie, I'll see you soon. And listeners, thank you for listening to another episode of Anxious and Thriving. And I'll see you again next week. Bye. Peace.